right, hope everybody's having a good Friday. It is December, doesn't exactly feel like December, but sometimes in Austin, Texas, that happens. Chad and Zay, once again, out and about on this Friday. We'll get you all the information. First up, I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? What up, Chad? Feeling good down here in my part of home, I guess, back in the day. I don't live here no more, but I'm a South Austin guy through and through. Oh, my God. Do you love SoCo? <laughs> Oh, wow. Do you come down to SoCo often? We love to hang out on SoCo. Yo, SoCo's changed. It's a very a different ton. very different place now. Very different place now. We are on SoCo. We'll tell you a little bit about that. Also, our man Cameron Parker is back on the board today, ready to make us sound stupid and ignorant when it comes to music. Well, one of those two maybe, maybe both. Cam, how are you? If you guys don't go six for six today, I'll be very disappointed. I got some easy ones lined up for you. Okay, after yesterday, he's taking it down. <laughs> It'll be like, like Sean McVay letting Baker Mayfield actually look like a decent quarterback. It'll be like that today. I got you. Okay. Baker's back, baby. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about. We represent Baker to ATX. How about that? We are definitely going to have to talk some Baker Mayfield. My goodness, that was unbelievable last night. We'll get into that. A reminder that we are once again gathering up the toys for the kids. We are playing Santa Claus today. We're helping Santa out by uh, getting the kids in our area the toys that they're looking for. So get those new unwrapped toys to us today. We are at Total Men's Primary Care. Shout out to one of our great partners once again. Total Men's Primary Care 2701 South Congress just up from St. Ed's uh, down in the, in that area of South Congress. And like Craig said, uh, before before you get up to Old Torf and, uh, and after you pass St. Ed's, right there in that area, uh, if, you're, if you're coming north uh, towards the Capitol, it'll be right there on your right. So come see us, drop off those toys. If you can't get by here today, remember hornfm.com. You can also donate uh, money that way. All right, we got a few things to get into, but I will start with a spoiler alert. We're going to play the spec set piece intro, and then I'm going to reveal the winner of a World Cup quarterfinal. If you're a soccer freak and you're recording or you want to stay away from this, you better turn it. You've got until this sounder finishes. Let's go specs text line. Here we go. The spec set piece is brought to you by Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. When it's time to kick off the Austin FC match, say big at Specs, official partner of Austin FC. Oh, Zay, I'm assuming these three words I'm going to say make a lot of soccer fans happy outside of this one particular country. And those three words are Brazil is out. Upset alert. It's done. Brazil is going home. They may be partying in Brazil because that's what they do, but they're not partying with another World Cup. Neymar gets a goal in extra time, but remember, it's not, it's not sudden death extra time in this, uh, in this world. Croatia comes back and ties it with a goal. It goes to penalty kicks, and Croatia beats Brazil 4-2 on penalty kicks. Zay, for me, penalty kicks is one of the greatest, cruelest things that sports has ever thought of. Oh, penalty kicks are amazing. I, you know me, we talked about it on these airways. Mighty Ducks, one of my favorite movies. It comes down to penalty uh, Comes down goals. to shootouts. Yeah, shootouts and that <laughs> triple deck. 
you gotta do it, hit them once, hit them twice the other way, and yeah, they they did it right in that movie, but yeah, shout out to Croatia, I know that's a big time upset, and people in Brazil, or if you were going before Brazil, you're probably hurting a little bit, because you didn't think that you'd be knocked out at this point of the tournament. That is rough, yeah, a lot of people thought Brazil was going to maybe roll through this thing and get another one, but that's how tough it is to get a World Cup when things are that close, so Brazil is out, Croatia advances into the semifinal. And a little later on, it's the Netherlands and Argentina. Coming up this hour, we'll get you a World Cup report with our man Glenn Davis of Soccer Matters. He will be previewing the two quarterfinals coming up tomorrow. There are some big dogs uh, on that side of the bracket as well. So starting with a little bit of the beautiful game and moving on to uh, a victory last night. Man, I'm glad I was wrong. Bijan Robinson did get the Doak Walker. Zay, I was going with the old man cantankerous view. I thought maybe the Michigan thing was going to get in the way. The fact that they're in the playoff was going to get in the way. Maybe the injury against, maybe the injury and the fact that he didn't get the Ohio State game played into it. I was hoping that they would just put it all aside and say who's the best running back. And they did with the Doak Walker. Bijan got it. Yeah, shout out to Bijan Robinson. Congrats to him. It couldn't have happened to a better person. And these last three years here at the University of Texas have been really special. And he's put a lot of expectations. And he's met a lot of expectations of what Texas running backs are and should be moving forward. And I mucked it up yesterday. I I thought Earl Campbell won the Doak Walker Award just because you would think he won best running back that year in 77. They didn't even have it back then. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky won it twice. 97 and 98. Yeah, it's, so. weird. it's weird how some of these awards have been around for a short period of time, and then some of the others started like in the 30s. Yeah, yeah, I bet you people were biting my ass up on the Specs text line because <laughs> yeah. I said that yesterday, but he's right there with De uh, Devontae Foreman and Cedric Benson and also Ricky, and just listening to him on ESPN last night, you know he always gives glory to God. He's such a humble guy. And one thing that really stood out to me, Chad, watching that last night, Give credit to Steve Sarkeesian because he could have been that person on the Zoom call with Bijan Robinson and his family during that ESPN chat. It was Tashard Choice, mm -hmm. the running back coach, yeah. and how proud he was. The smile on his face, the pictures that they took. I love that Bijan did it in the locker room and did it on campus. You know, he didn't go out to Orlando. He was at the volleyball game uh, last night, so he supported those ladies. So he, he loves the University of Texas, and having Tashard Choice there, it just shows that this is what it is to be a running back at the University of Texas. If you're Jaden Blue, if you're Jonathan Brooks, Cedric Baxter, they're coming in as a five-star recruit, number one uh, in the nation, and you know, number one in front of Ruben Owens going to uh, Texas A&M. Is that and, right? Uh, yeah, that right. <laughs> and also Trey Wisner coming in from DeSoto. So when you're a running back and you're getting recruited from the University of Texas, you want to see those things. And I thought it was very uh, uh, humble of Steve Sarkeesian to say, you know what, the shard choice. He has such a good relationship with all the running backs, including Roshan Johnson, and you tell him and Bijan Robinson are close. I love seeing that last night, and Bijan deserved it for sure. Dude, all you Longhorns listening right now that have not seen Trey Wisner play, it's going to be like a second dessert. 
You are then that kid is unbelievable. I know we people sleep on him. He's so versatile. Watching him in seven on seven, I just kept looking like, wait a minute, he's going to Texas too? Yeah. Not, I mean, Jonte Cook is easy to I mean you can see him too. That talent is amazing. But Wisner, just the way they use him, he's technically a running back, but him out of the backfield is a beautiful thing. Great, yeah. great hands, can catch the ball. He'll do whatever you want him to do. Yeah, and um, who knows what their role's going to be for Keelan Robinson next year. We talked about yeah. a lot this season. We just didn't see him utilized enough. We didn't see him weaponized enough. Not like he should have been. He's way too fast not to get the ball as much as he could have. And, damn, Bijan won the Doak Walker Award, and he could have got more carries, in my opinion. You know, go back mm. to the Oklahoma State game, second half. Go back to the TCU game, 12 carries for 29 yards. Definitely should have got it more there. You see Chase Brown having 328 carries to Bijan's 258. So there were more to be had, and the fact that Bijan did what he did with the carries that he got and the touches that he got, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, a, it's incredible stuff. I'm glad he won. Uh, it was a weird, a, a bit of a weird setup last night, kind of doing a lot of the uh, – you know, it was like FaceTime and Zoom calls, and not everybody was there. Real 2022. Yeah, but, I mean, it was, it was efficient. Yeah. I, like, I like that, you know, that fact. And we'll mention some of those other award winners from last night, but certainly we're going to start with Bijan Robinson. Not only the Doak Walker, but Bijan also got another first-team All-American nod today. This one from the FWAA. That would be the Football Writers Association of America. So that's two first-team national lists that he's on because he's on the Walter Camp list as well obviously first team all big 12 uh, leading the nation in tandem yards and uh, you've heard a lot of those numbers too so Bijan's just continuing to rack it up so you talk about national um, you know the 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 running the national running back award but then also getting first team when uh, when they're putting these first teams together Bijan is getting his love so uh, that that part is the good news but like we talked about Zay it's one of those where you know there's still there's still some what if to yeah, be John. Yeah. If, I, if I'm Steve Sarkeesian, I still go to bed every night thinking, man. God, I just should. I should have, and that sentence contains Bijan and and more carries. But uh, even with what he had, even with what he got, the numbers were impressive, and uh, and I'm I'm just glad that you know he got the respect he deserved. We should have known how special he was when we saw his freshman year when the Horns were in Lubbock, and he did that freak incident where his body basically got flipped like a cardboard box. And a normal person oh. would have been out for months mm. with broken whatever, you abdomens, who knows, ribs, who knows what kind of injuries, back surgery type things, who knows what could have came from a normal person in that situation. Bijan Robinson got up and probably could have. Did he play that game? Did he still? Did he keep playing? I know he was back the next week. I don't think so. They were a little afraid. I, I think you're right. I think yeah, but, appreciate it. But Jack. he walked out. But he walked he out. He walked himself out of that game. They decided let's go ahead and double check. Yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah. We should have known then that. Okay, that's not a normal thing. No. That's that's robotic. That's like something out of like built in the laboratory type of thing. That just normal people don't get up from that and just walk it off like he did. And yeah, I, I'm so glad he didn't get hosed last night because there were some hose jobs, in my opinion, mm. with the selection. Look okay. at the Belitnikoff Award winner. Jalen Hyatt. You yeah, didn't. I know he had that five-touchdown game against Alabama and all, but... Uh -huh. You didn't like it? Uh, junior, Marvin Harrison Jr., okay. I thought he should have won the award. If he thought he should have won the award, he was up after they announced that. He was up in Columbus in their practice facility on their uh, 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 
throwing gun getting up extra reps. Uh, so if I'm Georgia, I'm like, damn it, don't <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> yeah. now he's probably out for blood from getting hosed uh, last night in the Belitnikov. I, I thought Jalen Hyatt did have a good season, but, yeah, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is special. God, and, and I said that, that's kind of cool that it, when you can throw an edge an edge onto something like that, put a little chip on the shoulder. Um, that's interesting because I, yeah, I, I didn't quite know who I thought should win that award. There was a lot of, a lot of obviously a lot of pop to the Tennessee kid and what he was able to do, Hyatt. Uh, but I'm kind of with you. I thought maybe for the full season more consistency, uh, I thought maybe it should have been Harrison there. Uh, the, the fact that Xavier Hutchinson was even nominated with how bad Iowa State was this season yeah. should show you how good he is. I told you there was two dudes. Yes. Thank- he, and he was good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll send him some flowers myself. Thank God he dropped that pass against yeah. the Horns because we wouldn't be talking about 8-4 and four right now. We'd probably be talking about 7-5, and five, and that would be a whole different topic if he had that very simple catch, especially for him yeah. in that tough situation for the Horns. By the way, congrats to the TCU crowd as well. Duggan gets the Davey O'Brien. Travius Hodges Tomlinson, Ladanian's nephew, gets the Thorpe. Garrett Riley gets the Broyles Award, and Sonny Dykes gets two Coach of the Year awards, Home Depot and Walter Camp. Uh, TCU cleaning up. You want to know why? The, you want to know why they're not only the, the fact that they're in the playoff, but you want to know why Sonny Dykes is getting that extension, and they're going to be paying him some more money. All that stuff. Yeah, if I'm Sonny Dykes, I'd be sending a little money to Gary Patterson, but that's just my opinion. Oh, sure. He, he did inherit a little bit of a good roster up there in Fort Worth, but Sonny Dykes has been coaching them up. They've been undefeated thus far until Kansas State in the Big 12 championship, so they deserve the love that they're getting. You know, um, I'm surprised to see Quentin Johnston not in more award talks. You know, I, I guess those mm. games he missed this season probably had a little bit to do with that. But, yeah, if you look at Hodges Tomlinson, I, I think he deserves the award that he got. He definitely made life hard for the Texas Longhorns. Even though he had a few penalties in that game, he was all over the field making big hits, making big uh, – did he have a pick against the Horns? I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, have to but, check. you know, he was all over the field. I definitely saw him multiple times. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't think he got hosed for Jim Thorpe at all. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about some more of those award winners. Uh, setting up the rest of the show for you today, we got our normal Friday visit with Brandon Lang coming up at 105. Would Brandon Lang touch the Cowboys minus 17? And <laughs> I've never asked one of, uh, one of you know, any of the betting guys or Brandon this question, is it American or un-American to bet on Army-Navy? Are you supposed to? Do you need to? Like, is putting something on Army-Navy just like you're right as an American? I don't know. I've, I've never asked that question. We'll find out. You're it, in the dark place if you're betting on that game. Navy minus three. I don't know what to well, do. With- yeah, well, have you been watching, though? I know both teams are going to run the ball. I don't know. Right, 32 and a half. You're over <laughs> under, by the way, for Army-Navy. But we'll get, uh, we'll get Brandon's thoughts on that. We'll get his thoughts on the NFL games. So what's that, like 17-16 game? Yeah, right, Ex- exactly. Like last night. Where's it at? In NFL. Is it, is it neutral? Philadelphia. Philly, They right. play in Philly every okay. year. Yeah, they play at the Eagle Stadium every year. So uh, always a neutral with, uh, with Army and Navy. Uh, Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, coming up at 2.05. We'll talk to him about Bijan getting the Doak Walker. We're less than three weeks, uh, weeks away from the bowl game. Also, his reaction to you know, transfer portal stuff and things that are happening this week in terms of the Longhorns basketball team, um, you know, dropping that lead to Illinois, all that stuff coming up. At two, we've got, uh, again, your World Cup report is coming up. 
up here in just a little bit, about 12.20 or so, um, previewing tomorrow's quarterfinals. I mentioned earlier that Brazil is out. Somebody sent us a text that said nobody cares about Brazil. Uh, I knew some people felt that way. Another listener texting in on the Specs text line, 337-3776, says the Cowboys win because they make it to the game safely. The Cowboys lose because the bus got in a wreck on the way. That's how confident they are that the Cowboys are going to win this the game. Where's game at? Oh, it's a Dallas. It's in Dallas. Yeah, it's a Jerry World. Yeah. Rod Babers had a great stat yesterday. He always does on the afternoon show, digging into things. He said he went and looked at the last 25 – in the last 29 instances of a team being favored by 17 or more, those teams are 27-2 and two straight up. But in terms of covering the spread, it's like 14-14-1. and one. Mm. It's a coin flip on that part. But Cowboy fans, rest assured, the numbers say your team's going to win this game. And for me, as a Cowboys fan, I want it to look good. I don't need it to be a certain amount, Zay. I just need to have a certain feeling coming out of that game. I don't want them to feel like they're stumbling. I don't want it to be 13-10 last-second field goal kind of stuff. It needs to be certain. It doesn't need to be a total blowout. It just needs to be certain for me. So, certain covering. Covering would be nice, but, like, like 14 points. I could, you know. 28-14. Would you be pleased with that? Yeah, if it looked a certain way, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if they just completely strangle them out and go 28-14 and they're running the ball and running the clock and they're not sloppy and you know with the ball or whatever. Ain't no way Dak should be work. throwing over 30 times this game. No. That no. should not even be close to a factor. If, yeah. that, if that gets to a point, then I don't care what the score looks like. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, that's why I went with the lower on my underdog fantasy pick yeah. game. I went lower on Dak uh, because I agree with you. I think they need to be able to run the ball and just establish it that way. Uh, Cowboys and Texas. Like this is a game that Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott should both be around the 100-yard mark. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Throw Malik in there. Let him get some run in, too, especially if they get up by a certain amount. And, yeah, handle your business. Now, remember, Michael Parsons was wilding yesterday on Twitter saying some crazy uh, stuff, uh-huh. yep. so that might be a distraction. Who knows where his head's at? He'll probably go, and whoever told him to change that, he'll probably use that like a water boy Look. technique. Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 okay, after, after looking at – I took a look at everything that happened there, what he put out. Look, as a Cowboys fan for a little while now, I'm 47 years old, with all due respect to social media and drama and soap opera, that was about a four on the Cowboy drama scale. Honestly, it would have had to have been a whole lot more than that for me to really think it could be a distraction in the game. 11 will be fine. He plays. What about 14-year-old Jerry picture? He plays. Where's that that on the scale? That one has a better. That one's like, eh, you know, that's like a five to six. Okay. Somewhere, a little, yeah. little bit more. Yeah, I thought that was mild. But once you once you sort of laid that one not out. Not good, but mild. Not good, right. But you laid it out and you went, okay, I see where I see what you're trying to do, but it's not quite there. So you kind of move on. The Cowboys can deflect all that stuff, like Wonder Woman and the bracelets, man. They can deflect all those things. Hopefully they'll be able to focus in. Uh, that's a noon kick, of course, on Sunday. Speaking of the NFL, let's give a local boy his love. Somebody texted us in all caps. Baker freaking Mayfield, ha-ha, wow, from last night, and a bravo. It was such a weird game last night. It, it reminded me of that Bucks saints game. One team in control the whole time, didn't quite put it away. Other team comes back. Instead of Brady, it's Baker Mayfield, Zay, making all these huge throws. The Raiders just kept puking on their shoes, and the Rams finally made them pay for it, 17-16. 
Yeah, Baker was impressive last night in the last fourth quarter. I mean, they went on a 17-play, nine-minute drive, 75 yards, and gave it to Cam Akers and converted a big-time fourth down on the goal line to put it to 16-10 to 10 to give those guys a chance to make another 98-yard, really long mm -hmm. drive. And shout-out to Baker, but also Josh McDaniels and that Raiders team just being undisciplined on that last drive, two huge penalties on back-to-back -back plays. Baker throws a pick. It gets called for a pass and a, uh, interference call. Is that P.I.? Yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. They're holding Van Jefferson. All right. Like, that's that's a clear hold. Right in the area where it was an interception, you got to throw that flag. So And then the very, the very next play. <laughs> Dude. Max Crosby gets a great sack. Yeah, Max, yeah. And I see this. This is an NBA move. What my man Jerry Tillery did, big number 90, this is an NBA move. When guys turn the ball over, sometimes they'll look at the ref and they'll be holding on to the ball. Right. And then guys will try to snatch the ball back. I saw that Marcus Carr did it, which Marcus Carr's been wrong. Real cocky this year. He did it again in the Creighton game, and the ref was like, yo, you, you need to relax. Yeah. And he tried to take it out of somebody's hands on one of the turnovers on a jump ball. So if Tillery hooped, I get that logic. But, bruh, you got to understand, they got zero timeouts. They're in a hurry-up offense. You can't do anything like that. He knocked the ball out of Baker's hand. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Ref throws the flag 15 more yards, and it's like, that's basically all she wrote. They throw it to, oh, boy, I can't even pronounce his name, Sir Kondrick, Sir Kierdrick. <laughs> What's the old boy's name out of Notre Dame? Skoranek. 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 Yeah, exactly. Who? Yeah. Who the hell is that? It's not Cooper Cup. He had seven catches last Was he night. wearing Cooper Cup shoes or something? Seven. I, that – what a moss grab that he had in double oh, coverage. Incredible. That was incredible. And the Van, the Van Jefferson catch was nice, too. It was. I mean, that was a – Baker had to put that ball right in the window. Both of them. To Ma Van. Malcolm Brown, Texas faithful, he got involved a little bit. Big number 41 uh, to move the sticks. And, yeah, I, uh, the Raiders, they were just so bad on that final drive. It was funny because Baker, when he was talking to the Amazon Prime crew with uh, Whitworth and Richard Sherman, Tony Gonzalez, uh, uh, Carissa Thompson, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, which him and Ryan Fitzpatrick, I didn't know how close they were, but they're, they're pretty tight. He was talking to them, and they're asking him about the last drive. He said, I can't believe the Raiders were playing press coverage with 15 seconds to go. Like, why the hell are you playing one-on-one -on -one so tight right. against somebody like Van Jefferson whose pops we see on hard knocks is a wide receiver coach? I think yeah. he knows something about getting open. Yeah. I mean, he's not like a Devontae Adams or, hell, Justin Jefferson guy in the league, but his dad is an NFL wide receiver. I'm pretty sure he takes pride in his craft sure. if he has press coverage. That's lunch meat for him, and that's what we saw on that last play. Baker threw it on the money. That's all she wrote. But as much as Baker Mayfield comeback game-saving drive, he did that. Show him his love. He definitely deserves his flowers. Raiders blew the hell out of that game. They absolutely did. Before we hit this break, the other night when, we were, when I was at the wrestling event, I saw one of our listeners who loves the Raiders. Every time I see him, he talks Raiders, and he wants me to give him something positive about the Raiders. Every time. Come on, man. <laughs> I, want you, I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you say it. What I said to him was, I said, look, man, I think it's a maybe with Carr. I think at some point you might have to – Go, you got to maybe move on from McDaniels and just get, get to something else. I said, it just does, something's not right. So now that team 
ate the Jeff Saturday thing, and they just ate this one. They lost to a team whose head coach was brand new, never been a head coach in the NFL, play callers never called a play, and then they just lost to a quarterback that got grabbed off waivers on Tuesday in a Thursday game. Mm, that ain't good. That's crazy. They ended up eating both of them, plus they have, what, four games they've lost, four or five, where they lead by 13 in the second half or maybe in the fourth quarter. I can't remember which, which it is on that stat. Terrible stuff. Yo, if I was Raiders. if I was that fan that asked you that question, once you said, "Look, man," yeah. I'm, I'm stopping you right there. Exactly. Nothing, nothing positive right. comes after "look, man." That's like when your woman says, "We need to talk." Right. Exactly. That's all I had, and and, and he had, and his face dropped when I said it. When I started, I'm like, "Hey, man, look." And he's just like, uh, hey, man, look. you know, I mean, it's just what am I going to say? He wanted me to he wanted me to give him this big, you know, this this big uh, endorsement. Couldn't quite do it. Uh, Raiders lose to the Rams and Baker Mayfield on two days notice does that. Yeah, his, that's that's impressive. Forty eight hours. That's that's very impressive. His passer rating was ninety one point four. I'm not arguing he was perfect, but he didn't throw a pick. He threw that big touchdown at the end. And he did it when they needed to. Rams found a way, 17-16. Crazy, crazy game. All right, coming up, we will, I told you earlier, Brazil is out. We'll set up the other quarterfinal for today. Also, stay tuned. We got our World Cup report with Glenn Davis coming up. He'll preview tomorrow's other two quarterfinals. Plus, we have buried the lead. We have a massive announcement coming up right at, at 1230 that Zay and I will be proud to bring you. And then coming up in the crap bag, yeah, I'm going to get on the rock, and it's got nothing to do with his pharmaceuticals. we got to talk about these XFL helmets and uniforms. Come on, Dwayne. We're at Total Men's Primary Care on South Congress, 2701 South Congress. Bring us those toys. we got the toy drive going again today all the way through Ball Don't Lie at 7. Come on out and see us. This is the Horn. Started on a Friday. All right, leave this one rolling, Cam. I'm gonna see if Zay's got this one. I got this one. Zay, any thoughts? Uh, Jack, turn that up for me. The song's called Toys in the Attic. Cam, I need a hit, Cam. New England Patriots. What? <laughs> Skittles. <laughs> that is a weird. <laughs> that is a weird. Band. Are they like a Boston band? There you go. Boston? There you go. Oh man! No, 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 no! It's a Boston band. It's Damn not, it! But it's not Boston. Damn it! Famous Boston band. Uh, New edition. Lots of cocaine and a big mouth singer. Did I just hear New Edition from Zay? <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and they had a big moment with Run DMC. Aerosmith. There you go. Okay. There you go. I'll there just name in Boston bands. Oh, uh, good stuff. Boston groups. Toys in the Attic. What a great album, man. This is full on Aerosmith. Can we do all the drugs, Aerosmith? Uh, but they put some great stuff out there. I don't there hear Stevens. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't scream all the time. Okay. You got to save those things up. But if I would have heard that, I that would have been the hint I That's was fair. looking for. It's like the Mariah Carey, you know, that yeah. real high thing she does. Can't do it all the time. Oh, man. Gotta I'll save those. I'm so salty about her. She cleans up this time of the year. All I want for Christmas. Oh, yeah. She re kind of redefined that one. That's, yeah. like, that's like a lot of people's favorite version of that song. 
that people say that is the only version. Yeah. If you ask my wife, that's the only version. Right. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. She's kind of made it uh, her own. All right. So Aerosmith getting us started. Cameron says we're going to know every song today, and we're going six for six. So at least we get started there with Aerosmith. Uh, again, you heard the World Cup report with Glenn previewing tomorrow's games. The shocker earlier today, although it's the quarters, so is it really a shocker? But Brazil is out. That's pretty much a shocker. Uh, they lose on penalty kicks. Netherlands and Argentina get started at one. We will keep you up to date on that. Remember, we are at Total Men's Primary Care doing the toy drive again. New unwrapped toys. Bring them out to us. Help the kids in the area get that uh, little bit better Christmas than maybe they were going to have. Help the less fortunate. 2701 South Congress is where we are today, and it'll be all the way through. Ball don't lie again. Rod and Harge will be out here until 7 o'clock. All right, Zay, before we uh, go somewhere else, there's something you need to address. Yeah, Chad, something I saw today on social media, you know. SZA has a new album out, R&B singer SZA. She's very popular. She was just on SNL, I think. Yes, on SNL. Kiki Palmer came out as pregnant. She was on last week. But every Friday. Kiki was sexy pregnant, by the way. That was nice. You dick the pregnant A little sexy pregnant glow going on. (laughs) Hey, that's your thing. Dude, I'm not saying it's my thing. I'm saying saying it can be a sexy thing. She looks good. Sometimes people need to realize that. Good for Kiki. I I like that. She has an interesting personality that just – I'm not a huge fan of Kiki Palmer. But okay, fair enough. Top. She's cool. Right, I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe because I grew up with her. She had a little show on Nickelodeon. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, okay. so every Friday, new music drops. Yeah. Used to drop on Tuesday. Now streaming service, it drops on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I consider myself a good person. You know, I brought toys yesterday. Brought toys today. Right. You know, Zay loves the kids. I vote when I can. <laughs> I pay my taxes on time. I try to. I try not to show up late to this job, you know. I appreciate that. You know, appreciate you know. Yeah. But today I, I might it might be I might go to hell today because R. Kelly somehow dropped a new album. What? And I have to listen to it. Oh wow! I'm, I know what he did was wrong. He deserves all the time in prison for sure. You, I do not agree uh, with it. I do not support it man. at all. But. I got to hear what this fool is talking about. And how the hell was he able to drop an album from the pen? I know it's 2022. Mm. We saw B. John Robinson yesterday, the Zoom meeting thing. It's a new era. But still, how? And it's called I Admit It. Oh, no. Oh, no. This fool had the nerve to make an album called I Admit It. So now you have that, – that, is that another layer of why you feel like you need to listen? I, I do. Okay. I do. Now, I mean, you're enough of a music snob where at least maybe we could argue it on that level. It's research. Maybe we could have the people tell us on the Specs text line, is Zay going to hell officially? Does this lock in the trip to hell? Or maybe <laughs> are those of you out there that are music people and maybe you were an R. Kelly fan back in the day, do you have to listen to the record? Do you have to listen to the record? Yo, I know all y'all old heads back there that were doing the nasty, the bump and grind, and felt extra dirty after you found out what happened. Uh-huh. Y'all are going to be just curious, just like me. That's mm. all. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm just going to listen because I have to. But really, all in all, how? How was this man able to do this? I know we got Brittany Griner back, and we just basically sent them a terrorist for Brittany Griner. I'm glad she's back and stuff. I don't know certain things with that, but 
this. It's just, where are we? Mm, man, that's that's crazy. I did not realize. And see, the thing, I never was really an R. Kelly guy. I wasn't a fan, so I don't feel the need to go listen. I've never listened to an R. Kelly album all the way through. Never. It's never happened. So yeah. I don't feel the need to go. But I can feel, I can feel your conflict. Can, you're like Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Oh, I can feel I'm, the conflict. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so mad that he did that still. Oh, my and God. And I feel for all the women that of he co- abused. Of but course. Yeah. I just, That's I crazy, A lot man. of people were fans. That he, is, he was hits. He was, people call him the king of R&B, hip-hop and R&B and stuff. So, so this dropped today. 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 Okay. Uh, so there is... New R. Kelly out there for you. If you are interested, we're just giving you the information. What are we doing, people? Zay is going through his own counseling on the air about this. So if you have any thoughts, you can uh, can certainly let us know. Uh, Somebody says, Zay, it's fine. I still watch Naked Gun movies with O.J. in it. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't do it, though. So somebody said, O.J. didn't do no time. So that ain't the same. Someone's asking if you're writing love letters to R. Kelly in prison. Come on, man. (laughs) Actually, O.J. did do time. He was still in his memorabilia. Yeah. That's different. I know what y'all are talking about. Y'all talking about the white Bronco and all that stuff. Uh Uh-huh. People said over under on Zay's soul. They're trying to figure (laughs) out where where that is. All right. So uh, we got that going on today. Zay got that off his chest. There's another thing that we need to get off our chest here today on a Friday. I was going through emails earlier, and I thought to myself, hey, where is the Pick'em game for this week? We, I haven't seen the games yet. I'm assuming we're going to go be picking NFL games. So I go back through the email, and then I realize I'd been so busy, I missed the title of the last email we got that referenced the Pick'em game, the Supreme Lending Picks with John McClellan, Supreme Lending, Chris Waters Realty, us, and Coke FM. The title of that email is, all caps, Final Pick'em Results. So, Zay, we are the yes, champions. Sir, baby. We yeah. are the champions. No time for losers. Now, look, the way this thing works, I don't believe anyone has ever actually claimed an individual title here because the Horn finished fourth out of four. Uh, congratulations to Coke FM. We don't look at the negatives here. Our brothers and sisters over at Coke FM figured it out. Yes, they used the sheep theory of we're just all going to do the same thing uh and it almost got them the individual title but it got them the team title uh chris waters realty came in second john mcclellan supreme lending came in third uh, the horn crew comes in fourth because as a group we weren't good enough we will get to donate some amount of money to a good cause which is the reason we're doing this so we appreciate chris waters realty and john mcclellan supreme lending for helping us out but on the individual level with 41 overall wins, Zay and I were better than everybody. A couple of the Coke uh, FM guys ended up at 40, but we had 41 wins. That's what I'm talking about. Can't blame us for being at fourth. So since you did, I believe, say this earlier, and I am a big old full-grown professional wrestling nerd that went to an event this week, you said something about championship yeah, belts earlier the belts. in the year. Yeah, we need the Rashid Wallace, Detroit Pistons, Wear the champ belts. Would you? We li- need to be walking in with them every day. Would you when like? We walk into the station. I, I can possibly do a favor for you and for us. Would you like me to recruit our man Suplex Stu, who knows more about wrestling and wrestling belts than anybody I know? Would you like me to recruit him to find out where we can get belts? Absolutely. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm on the I'm on the case. Yeah, we taking pictures, we showing off. I'm on, I'm on the who case. Who was last? Because we need to let people know oh. who was last. Dead last. Let's see. There's 33. That's pretty low. 30. Oh, it is. 33 is the bottom, and that's Snoop and Jeff from Like the Tower. <laughs> Snoop and Jeff from Light the Tower, the lowest number of wins for any individual team. We, we got to go with a new method next year, fellas, because Snoop doing the NFL games where he doesn't watch damn near any of them because he's doing so much flex stuff. Say, he's working on Sundays. Yeah, it's not, that's not working. How does he? Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. That is, he's just flipping the coin, basically. That is so bizarre. I heard him pick the St. Louis Cardinals to win a game this year. No, that's <laughs> not true. That, that's not true. All right, so just want to make sure we're clear. Snoopy making like – Empathy picks, too, because he feels bad for folks <laughs> and because he has kinfolk on the team and he saw a guy play one time back in 08 and he remembers that day and it was a great day for him. and He plays on that team. Cool, let's pick them. Yeah, so are you suggesting that we need to be going with the Coke FM and Chris Waters real theory no. of everybody going the same? No, okay. that is weak. Okay. Right. That is weak. I agree. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and uh, But it, individually. Eric Reigns, you are, I've talked to you plenty of times. You are a very bright, very good football mind. He knows. You can make your own opinion. Yeah, there you go. I agree. All right, so there you go. We did win the individual uh, Pick'em. Congratulations to Coke FM for getting it done on the team level. And most importantly, thanks to Chris Waters Realty and John McClellan Supreme Lending. They are the reason we get to donate this money to great causes. So thank you guys so much for that this holiday season, being able to give to those less fortunate. That's what it's about. That brings us back to the toy drive here today. Bring that new unwrapped toy out here. It could change a kid's life. Yesterday, Zay told us the most impactful present he ever got. It was a PlayStation at age six. That's well done, Mr. and Mrs. Collier. Oh, yeah. That's good parenting yeah, right there. That. When you can lay a PlayStation on a kid at six. Dude, I didn't get a Nintendo until third or fourth grade, which is a little after that. Now, I did have computer stuff. I had Larry Bird versus Dr. J on the computer basketball game. I had that at a pretty early age. Yo. That was a badass game. That PS1 was so expensive, CC didn't even let Santa take the credit for it. He said, oh. no, me and your mama, we got this. <laughs> Santa, Santa ain't do this. Understand, boy, when you take care of this, your mama and I got this for you. Santa, Santa <laughs> didn't do nothing. He had nothing to do with this. To Isaiah, who needs to be grateful, from yeah. the coach and your mama. Yeah, because when Santa gives you some, you just, you know, misplace it. You might get it dirty, you know, clean it very often. When mom and pops give it to you and CC gives you those Mike Singletary-type eyes, you know it's for real. Oh, so, that's funny. Yeah, I took care of that PS1 in my life. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I've met your dad a couple times. I would imagine he could have the Mike Singletary Yo. eyes. It's one of the most terrifying things in my life. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I haven't even thought about they, it. They get real big, and when he's angry, tired, Ooh. they will get red because he'll have those late nights studying for those Chris Mill matchups and Brad Buckman and Curtis Gerald and A.J. Abrams, all the guys he's had to face over the years. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I'll make you a little stressed. And yeah. See, when I, met, when I met him, he wasn't stressed. I met him, I believe, at your wedding, and he was not stressed. He was oh, yeah. Good, he was in a great mood. That was peak re on retirement. Yeah. He was going.
on retirement. Right. Yeah, he, I, didn't, I didn't get the same. You'll, you'll never see that again. <laughs> yeah, you funny. will not see that again. That is great. All right, there you go. Uh, coming up, Brandon Lang at 105. We'll see what he thinks of Cowboys minus 17 and some of the other big games in the NFL. Up next, though, let's get into these XFL helmets and unis. Three teams in Texas. I'll start with those, let you know what I think of all of them. Get out here to Total Men's Primary Care. Bring us those toys for the toy drive, 2701 South Congress. This is the horn. What you mean I don't need you no more? Cause I don't. I got a bag full of toys and I don't need none of your boys. So you can hit every chick on the block. Cause I'm gonna be alright once I turn this power on your dig. Alright, it is Friday. We're rolling through. Do you know what's that? Oh, Cameron says we're going to know every single one of them today. I got one guess on this one, because I think that voice sounds a little familiar to me. My guess is Queen Latifah. Notice I did that with a question mark. Where are you getting Queen Latifah? There's no rapper. <laughs> oh, it just sound, it sounded like her to me. Is that way I, mean, I know she can sing. I've, I've heard her sing before. She right. did the whole Chicago thing. All right, so I, I helped you out with Aerosmith. Can you help me here? Can you save I us? I can. I don't know who this is. Oh, man. All right, Cameron, who is it? Let me give Say a hit. Early 2000s R&B. Early 2000s And she's still around. She's still around. So we're talking about... Like Lil Mo and stuff, or mm. Aaliyah, not her, not Monica. Warmer. Randy. Warmer. <laughs> we're just uh, naming, now we're just naming women, <laughs> saying women's names. Definitely not Beyonce. Damn it, Cameron. No, he got us. He got us. Missy Elliott. Oh, oh, that stings. Wow. This is so far from Come on, Zay. normal Missy. This ain't like super duper fly or... Say, when he played the cocaine-infused 70s rock, I was there for you, all right? He plays Missy Elliott? So Nobody knows that Missy Elliott song. You are way too focused on this R. Kelly record. That's I'm what it is. Focused. That's what it is. You are way too focused on listening. In fact, the legendary C.C. Collier just showed up to donate a toy. Yeah, shout out to Coach. Thanks, thanks to Coach for that. And I told him he might need to counsel you a little bit that you're looking to listen to this, uh, this R. Kelly record. Nah, he knows what he raised. Okay, all right. Uh, Aerosmith and Missy Elliott have gotten us started today. We are at Total Men's Primary Care, 2701 South Congress. Uh, got the toy drive going. Bring us the new unwrapped toys uh, today. And it's all the way through Ball Don't Lie again. Rod and Harge will be out here till 7, so you have until 7 to drop those toys off. All right, let's jump into the crap bag here. We got to talk some XFL rock. Come on. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, uh, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. If you don't know, I am one of a very few people that actually cares about spring football. I was an XFL fan. Yes, I own all eight XFL mini helmets at the house. I'm willing to admit that freely. Now, I also was following the last XFL when it got shut down in 20. It, uh, it would have gotten me through the pandemic, but they couldn't get through the pandemic. But yesterday or earlier in the week, they announced – the uniforms and helmets. I wanted to take a couple days. I wanted to really take a look at it. Always be a little wary, Zay, when they show you the video, but they show it to you really fast. Hey, it's over. Oh, wait, 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 I got to go back. Get that pause button ready. 
They show you the helmets they want you to see for a quick second. They don't show you the rest. They show you little things and they move on. The music is great and the transitions are fast, but they're not really showing you everything. And let's start with the Texas teams. There are three of them. There is the team in Dallas. There's the team in Houston. There's the team in San Antonio. And I've only got three words for you. It's no. Arlington, Chad. It is Arlington. The words are no, no, and no. Oh, Let, let's start with Arlington. They should still be the Dallas Renegades. They're not. So you messed that up. Then you came up with this, a lo this AR logo that makes no sense, and it's not close to what you had with the zombie cowboy with the glowing eyes with the bandana over his mouth. That looked awesome. Just throw that on the helmet. It's all you had to do, Rock. But you didn't and stop with the blue on blue. That's too much of that blue color if you're going to truly go blue jersey, blue pants. Let's go to Houston. I love the Roughnecks idea. I love that logo. But you put it on one side, and you laid the Texas flag over the whole helmet like Mahomes and Texas Tech did, and then you put the number on the left side of the helmet. Yes, I know. I'm the old man, and all the kids want their number on a helmet. It's dumb. It is dumb to have a number on your helmet in pro football unless you do it like the Chargers do it. Let's go to San Antonio, the biggest disappointment of them all. Maybe it's because Rock was known as the Brahma Bull that they got their name, but why put the horns on the back of the helmet? The horns are originating from the back of the helmet, not the front. So when I look at it from the side, it just looks like a knife edge or something is shooting across the helmet. Doesn't end up looking good. You came up with a badass logo rock, put it on the side of the helmet. It's all you had to do. That makes no sense. Let's go to some of the other teams. There is some decent news. DC's all right. That light camo looks pretty good. They're the defenders, military vibe. I like it. Orlando Guardians, I like the green. Maybe a little bit if you go green on green. It's too much, but it's okay. Looks like Oregon. Yeah, a little bit Oregon-ish, but I don't mind that. And that Guardians logo, I love. That growling, you know, cat thing. That looks good. Stay with that. Um, Seattle looks great. Maybe the best of all of them. The Sea Dragons logo is good. That, is that orange? That copper. It's kind of a copper color on the helmet. I don't mind it. It's all right. Copper or orange, whatever it's going to be. Kind of looks like the Bengals. St. Louis to me, they missed again. The St. Louis Battlehawks logo last time was better. Helmet felt like it was better. Now they're barely showing me this. They're doing less of a wing on the side. They're not I don't think they incorporate that sword on there anymore. And they're just going by so fast, they don't want to show me. So I'm a little wary of that one and they're going too much blue on blue as well. The Vegas Vipers is decent in the black. You, you can tell they like that logo because they show it to you a lot in the video. Decent logo, decent jerseys, and when you go all black there, it's not bad with the black and red. But I am profoundly disappointed in the three Texas teams. Zay, I am, this is the nerdiest thing I may have ever said on radio. I want to watch games less now because of those three helmets. I was actually considering going to some games. It will keep me away from games because it pisses me off so much. Oh, that's what makes you want to watch games less, the uniforms, well, not, not the talent on the field well, or lack thereof. Well, because right now I don't know exactly what that talent is. With something like the XFL, i got to have other things to draw me in because right. we know the talent's not going to be elite. So I was looking forward to, oh, yeah, give me some cool unis and the helmets and the thing. Houston folks, you tell me what you think uh, of the, the Roughneck stuff. I do not love it. San Antonio people, tell me what you think of the Brahmas. I like the black and gold, but it's just that, that horn on the back thing looks goofy. You're putting the logo on the back of the helmet alone. That makes no sense. Do you, what are we doing? Do you think in the XFL meetings where people were trying to say, hey, Rock, maybe we shouldn't go with this decision? for the uniforms, and then they saw his steroid anger come to bat and 
all of a sudden. They're like, whatever, all right, all right cool, We're, we'll stick with this. And here's the uniforms you get now. And that may have happened, and then word got out to Joe Rogan, and that's why he said what he said. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. And it would be tough, all right, to say no to The Rock. But see, the, that's where The Rock should have called me. Get your quality control guy down there. Rock, I'd have met you wherever you wanted to meet. And we could have gone through the gone through everything point by point. I thought you had some good things in 20 to work with. Um, and in the case of Dallas, the other thing that bugs me, sorry, Arlington, it bugs me that they changed the city name. But then also, they're keeping the logo I like. They're just not putting it on the helmet. Yeah, it's like the Renegades uniforms is a mixture of the Titans and the Oilers. Yeah. If that makes sense. But that whole AR, inner, I don't like that. That logo on the helmet makes no sense to me. Jer yeah, I need to see a picture of Jerseys all the look all right, but that's the thing that worries me. It's like when a dude, if somebody's trying to sell you a car and they want you to decide in three minutes and you don't get to drive it, that's what I feel like I'm doing with the XFL. They give me a 40 second video that's way too quick and says, hey, look at all of our cool uniforms and helmets. We're coming in 2023. Bye. I'm like, okay. I should tell you of what the product's going to be on the I field don't think 2023. I don't think y'all really believe in what you're doing. God grief, the helmet is an important thing, Dwayne. All right, hopefully they'll get some backlash there uh, and maybe get it, uh, get it tweaked up a little bit. XFL starting in spring of 2023, February of 23. Up next, it's Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com. What does he think of the Cowboys minus 17? Does he bet on Army-Navy? We'll ask about that and the other big games in the NFL. Uh, don't move. It's the Horn.